Ayin Dalit Amit Beis, five lines from the bottom. The Gemara is going to bring a price that uh, will take us to the third line on the next Amud. And it's essentially going to be a three-way Machlokas Tanoim. And we'll see through the Gemara that there's a subtle difference between each one of these three opinions. So here we go. Says the uh, if you have a male who is nine years uh, and uh, a day, in other words, nine years old, or he, um, in any, any of the following statuses that he has, essentially nine years old and, and a day is, is the uh, age at which the uh, sexual relations of a man is considered sexual relations. So um, if he is a, now there's going to be, Five categories of what he could be. In the first category, number one, Ger, who is either a Amoini or a Moavi or a Mitzvah Edoimi, any one of those four possibilities who converted to Judaism, or two, a Kuthian, or three, a Nasin, or four, a Halal, or five, a Mamser, any of those, Shabau, who had relations with essentially a regular Jewish girl, a Kohenis, or a Levia, or a Basis Roel, Pesaluha, it will possible her. Uh, let's say if she's a Kohenish, she can't go back and have Truma anymore or marry a Kohen. And as far as the Levia and the Israelis, uh, they can no longer marry a Kohen after that. Kama Rabiosi, who we box, the second snake opinion, Oimer, uh, slightly different angle on it. He says, If the result of the relations, if they have relations as a child, is the child will be Pussel, um, meaning not able to marry a Kohen, then the woman that he had relations with. That would be the mother of this child is also going to be um, off the hook uh, or not able to marry a kohen. Okay, the Choshains are a puzzle. If the relations between the two of them would not end up with um, a child who's puzzle, and a puzzle won't make her puzzle. Here's another way of looking at it. It's going to come out with a slight nafkamina. Um, any. Uh, situation that you could marry the daughter of that couple, by definition, you would have to be able to marry the widow, in other words, the mother. So if you look at a situation and you're allowed to marry the daughter of the couple, then her mother, if she becomes a widow, you'd have to be able to, you'd be able to marry. If you can't marry the daughter, then you would not be able to marry the widow of that couple. Okay, that's the end of it today's source, and the Gemara now, for their, basically till the lines get wide, is going to uh, bring out the difference between each one of these three opinions. My Ika, I double underline the term my Ika, and about 11 lines later, last word on the line is my, and the first word on the next line is Ika, I also double underline that. So we're going to have the first uh, question I'm going to ask, my Ika ben Tanakama uben Rebiosi, question mark. The first and second opinion, what is the case where there'll be a difference whether you go with the, uh, one or the other Amr Abyechanan Mitzri Shani Ika Beinayhu if you have the um, uh, man is a second generation Egyptian convert Ushneim, both of them, that's the Tanakama and Rabyosi, Loilam Dua Elami Kohen Gadol Baalmana they are learning the halacha from the precedent of a Kohen Gadol with an Almana, each one looking at it from a slightly different angle, Kohen Did Tanakama, who I underline Savar Ki Kohen Gadol Balmana, uh, just like if you have a Kohen Gadol. By the way, a Kohen Gadol is not supposed to be with an Almana. Kohen Ma, Kohen Gadol Balmana. Shebi Asai Be'avera, that the nature of uh, relations that they would have, um, intercourse would be forbidden. U Posel Ba, and if they do have Bia, it would posel her. Afkol, so to any other case, Shebi Asai Be'avera, that the relations is um, sinful, 
Posel will also uh, ruin her. Okay. And how does Rabbi Yossi look at this puzzle? Rabbi Yossi underlines Savar, same comparison, but what aspect of Kohen Gadab Almana? Kohen Gadab Almana, Shezar Oi Posel, Kohen Gadab Almana, if they have a child, that child is Posel, that's when mom will become uh, problematic and Posel's her. Of course, so it has to be all situations, Shezar Oi Posel, where the offspring, if there was a child, it would be Posel, that's where we say it'll post a little ruin the mother, comma connector la fuke, and here's the Nafkamina case. I diamond the word la fuke, la fuke a mitzri sheni. Imagine if the man in this uh, scenario is a second generation Egyptian convert, where Shane's are a puzzle. Oh, we're actually his child, if it's with this particular woman, is a third generation Egyptian convert who's actually kosher. Damar kra, how do we know that? Well, the Pasuk says, quote, Banim asher yivaldu lahem, uh, children that will be born to them, these uh, uh, f- uh, early generation Egyptian converts, Dor Shlishi, the third generation, Yavoy Lem Hashem, is now able to come into the congregation of the Lord. Bottom line, the Nafkamina case is a Mitzri Shani, who has relations with a woman. What aspect are you looking uh, at? Is it um, that the Bia is Be'avera, or is it What's the status of the child? Because the bia is bavera, but the status of the child is that it would be okay. Comma. I put right angles in over here. We quote the next two and a half lines is the quote of the um, third opinion in the price we started with. That's the end of the quote of the third Tanaic opinion. And we had already double underlined these two words. Ma'ika, and we put a number two in the margin here. Ma'ika asks more now. Ben Rabiosi. So what's enough communicates between those two? Well, Amar Ula, Ula explains, a ger amoyni or mayavi ikabenayu. If the man in the equation is a um, amoni or mayavi convert. So according to Rabiosi, um, well, let's let, let, let the Gemara explain it. What do you know these two also? Now we, we already know that Rabiosi learns from Kohen but this aspect of it also. Colon. Dear Rabbi Yosiu, underline Savar. Well, ki kongadol almana. Which aspect of that? Ma, if you have a kongadol who is together with an almana, shezaroi pasel uposel, the child that they have would be pasel halal, and it would make her the woman a halala. Af kol. So, to any other case where the child could be pasel, would be posel. Okay, how does Rishon Gamliel look at it? We understand Rishon Gamliel's name. Rishon Gamliel also Kikoyin Gadol Balmana. It's amazing. All three opinions learn from the same precedent case. It's just slightly different aspects of it. Well, how does Rishon Gamliel learn it? Colon Ma Kikoyin Gadol Balmana Shekol. I double underline the word Shekol. Shekols are a puzzle. All children, whether um, male or female, will be problematic when you have a Kikoyin with an Almana. Af so too Kol. It has to be shekols are a puzzle. That all children, whether boys or girls that they have, would be puzzle. Afil Makavis, even the girlies, comma, connector, la'afuke. And I put a diamond around la'afuke. What would be the nafkamina case then between um, Rabios and Rashim Liel? This case. A ger amonimoyavi. What happens if you have a father who is amonimoyavi convert? Uh, what's the status of their children? Well, the Nekevois, the female ones, they're totally fine because they're females who are descended from Amoni Moravi converts. The truth is, uh, Rus and uh, 
um, uh, Naama were like that. Basically, the, the Isser is the males, not the females. Okay, period. Amar of Chista. Hakol Moidim, like everyone agrees, probably referring to these Tanaim at least, when you have an Almanas Isa, Shepsula Lekahuda. Almanas Isa is um, no good for a Kohen. Almanas Isa, Isa is a dough, and a dough you mix all sorts of ingredients in, so to this woman has uh, all sorts of uh, suffakes mixed into her uh, ancestry. Um, the way that Rashi explains an Almanas Isa is you have a woman who a uh, husband threw her a get, it was maybe close to her, maybe close to him, so she's like a Kasavik Grusha, and then the uh, husband uh, shortly afterwards, or whenever he dies. Now, she's definitely free to marry, but she could be she's an Almana, could be she's a Grusha. Let's say she marries a Kohen, which she shouldn't do, because she's a Suffolk Grusha, and they have a child. Now, that child becomes a Halal, or maybe not, or maybe yes. Basically, the son is a Suffolk Halal. Maybe yes, maybe no. It depends if the mother was really a Grusha or not. And then if that Suffolk Halal marries a regular Bas Yisrael, and then the Suffolk Halal dies. So you have a number of, like, historically, uh, cases where it wasn't clear uh, whether it was Asr or Mutter. That's the case of an Almanas Isa. I'll, maybe I'll uh, send a little um, picture out for that. Man mekel b'hani tanoi, back to the Gemara in the last narrow line. Who, who's the most mekel of those three tanoim? Tanakam, Rabbi Yosef, Shem Gamliel? Well, it was from Shem Gamliel. Vika Amar. And, and let's see the way that Shem Gamliel worded the Gedarim here. Uh, about a line and a half quote from the Brisa, right angles. Kol sha'atanoise bitoi, atanoise almenose. If you can marry the daughter of that relationship, you can marry her mother if she's widowed. What would that be coming to exclude where it would not be allowed? So even Rosh Gamliel would hold that in this case, uh, it would be uh, forbidden, uh, the Almanas Isa. Um, okay. Ulafuke, that would be to the exclusion of Midahani Tanoi Desanya, the following Tanaic source, which is uh, about a line and a half till the two dots. Heyid Rebbe Yehoshua and Rebbe Yudavim Beseira regarding an Amanas Isa, Shekeshera Lekuhuna, she's okay, yes, uh, permitted to uh, marry a Kohen, Maitaima, and now this is a slightly unusual use of the term Sfek Sveka, uh, what we're used to throughout the Shahs, have a Suffolk Sveka or Sfek Sveka, the Sfek Sveka Lekula. Normally, uh, Sveka is where there's the issue of question has a suffix number one, and then even if suffix number one is true, there's another suffix number two. Here it's more like Sveka, it's like numerous Svekas. Not necessarily that one builds on the other, but there's just a number of issues which are suffix. Could be they're all based on the same original suffix, but that is the Brisa. Said the mission of Adon, Vivadon, Mutter. If you go back uh, on the bottom of Ayin Dalam Aleph, uh, the Tanakama had said something, and then Rebbe Lazar comes along and, and says, well, if you have the category of uh, problematic uh, genealogy, problematic Yichus uh, characters, the ones that are for sure problematic can hook up with the ones that are for sure problematic. But anything else, the Vadais with the suffix, or the suffix with the Vadais, or the suffix with the suffix for that matter, would all be Usr. Asks the Gemara, um, excuse me, uh, says the Gemara, Amar Vihud Amar Rav, I circled Rav's name, um, Halacha Karebi Lazar that we actually paskin like Rebbe Lazar. Now that was Rabbi Yehuda quoting Rav. Kama Kiamrisa came to Shmuel. I circled Shmuel's name when Rav Yehuda said it over in the presence of Shmuel. What did Shmuel respond to Rav Yehuda? Amar Li said to me, "One second, Hillel Shana. We have a Tanaic source, and he taught quote 
Asara Yuchas in Elami Bavel, which is the opening line of our Mishnah, the Kula Mutarim Lavoizebazeh, and they're all Mutar to Mary. So the whole category of those, we, I mean, we even said it Mefurish in our Mishnah that the whole category, where was our Mishnah back on Samach Tesam and Aleph? The Geireis, the Charuris, the Mamzirs, the Sin Shusuki Vasufi, everything category 5 to 10, are Mutar and Lavoizebazeh. They can all marry within each other. And that sounds like the suffix can marry the vadais, and the vadais can marry the suffix, and the suffix suffix. And you're trying to say, said Shmuel back to Rav Yehuda, that, who was quoting Rav, that looks like Rebel Lazar? Okay, before we even answer that, we have an in, in, internal uh, problem because de'itmar. Here is a machlokas, um, it's going to be between Rav and Shmuel, regarding an arusa she'ibra. Imagine you have a girl. She has kedushin with a man. She's in Arusa, Harimukadeshli. Her status is basically that she can't yet be with her husband anymore until Nisuin, but every other man that sh- if she would have relations with, it would be like a Shasish, and that's like a big no no. That would actually create a mamzer. So that is the issue that there's going to be a machlokas. If she does have a child, hey, like where'd that kid come from? Who's the daddy? Rav Amr, the Vlad Mamzer, the kid is a mamzer, Shmula underlined Amr, Vlad Shasuki. Let's go over each. Opinion, and I put a Roman numeral one in the margin here. Five lines later, first word on line is aim. I put a Roman numeral two. So here's the first approach, uh, trying to bring out this stira between the Rav and Shmuel we saw three lines ago and this Rav Shmuel. Rav Amari circled Rav's name. The Vlad is a mamzer. Umutter b'mamzeris. Okay, so they have the Vlad a mamzer. Do we know for sure he's a mamzer? No, Suffolk. And yet he's permissible to a mamzeris, which sounds like then a. Suffolk is okay to be with a Vadai, which is not like what Shmuel had said of above, that looks like Rabbi Eliezer, only the Vadai, the Vadais are allowed. Ushmuel, who we circled on, are Vlad Shasuki. The offspring is a Shasuki, and uh, therefore would be Usser the Mamzeris. But why is Mamzeris? Shmuel had said that, uh, according to what the snake sources said, all the issues, like all Shasufis and Mamzeris, are totally fine to uh, marry with one another. So how are we going to deal with this? Well, uh, Amar... Uh, excuse me, says Zagmora, Apoch. So switch around the circled Rav and Shmuel we just had on the past line and make it that Rav is the one who says the Vlad Shasuki, and Shmuel, we underline Amar Vlad Mamzer, which makes it exactly the same case as our case in the Mishnah that Rav and Shmuel commented on six lines ago. In which case, Zagmora asks, again, this is slightly unusual use of the Tarti Lamali. Why? Usually, Tarti Lamali, I think, is when you have two Mishnayas. Why did it have to say it twice? Here it's not even a mission and a Bryce, it's a mission and a, an Itzmar, but uh, be that as it may, why do we have to have recorded over the last six lines essentially the same issue, Machloikas, Rav and Shmuel, twice? Tzrichi, uh, the Gemara clarifies, and here's why. De, I double underline this word De, and in the middle of the uh, uh, two lines later is another Ve, uh, here's why. Because if we would have only been told the machlokas in one of the two places, we would have misunderstood the other. De it's mar beha. If we were only uh, brought out the machlokas Rav and Shmuel on our Mishnah's case, baha ka'amar Rav. That's where Rav would say what he said, which is that the halach is like Rabbi Eliezer, that the person in question would be usher to a mamzeris, because rov of the people are kosher to her. That's basically a, uh, a single girl. Mishum de Rav Ksher Aval Hasam, if the case is a girl who's an Arusa, who's mutter for her to have relations with? Like, like nobody, but who's Asr? De Roy Psulim Etzla. Over there, the entire world 
is totally off limits to her, except for her fiance, Ema Modul Shmuel. So I might have thought there, Rav Rugavit Shmuel, and therefore I had to hear the case of an Arusa Shibra. Why not then just bring out the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel in the case of Arusa Shebra? V'i, I double underline the word for Evi, it mar beha, in that behach, in that Arusa case Shebra, behacham arav, mishum deklimit labarus. In general, if a woman is a fiancé and she happens to have relations with some man, it's usually her fiancé. That's uh, not allowed, but uh, reasonable as an excuse, and probably um, what most likely would happen. If it's just a single girl, I might have thought that Rav would possibly agree to Shmuel, therefore we need to bring out the Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel in both cases. The Ibayasema, this is the Roman numeral two approach. I squiggle in on the Ibayasema. The Ibayasema goes back to where we had said, well, just switch around the names, Rav and Shmuel. No, no, no. Laolam, Lopetepuch. Don't switch around the names. Well, then we have to fix something. You know what we're going to fix? Umay Mamzer, Dekama Rav. When Rav had said, oh, the kids are Mamzer, you know what we mean? Not in the full sense of the term Mamzer, but rather, uh, Lav Mutzer Bemamzeris. It's not, he's saying, that the, the, the child is a Mamzer to make him permissible to do with the mamzeris. Rather, it's looking at the other way, it's more like a regular Jewish girl. A natural-born Jewish girl would be forbidden to him. It's, it's that aspect. So not like a full-fledged mamzer, but a mamzer to be able to marry a basisroel. Kama Ushmuel, who we underline Amar, the Vlad is a Shisuki. What's the Shisuki? Again, maybe a slightly unusual understanding, or, or uncommon understanding of the term Shisuki, Daaser de basisroel. Oh, look at that. So Rav says the basic point of calling the kid a, mams, uh, a mamzer is Asr Bas Yisrael. Um, Shmuel says it's uh, uh, calling the kid a Shizuki is Asr Bas Yisrael. They're saying the same thing. Well, isn't that then Shmuel saying the same thing as Rav in different words? Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella and I put a number one above it. A line and a half later, I squiggle under line the word Ella, put a number two above it. At the end of the next line, I squiggle under the same and put a number three above it. Back to the first Ella, Ella my Shisuki. What do we mean when Shmuel said the kids are Shisuki? A much different understanding of the term. Shisuki literally means from the word Shtika. So you know what it is in this case? It's Shemeshaskino Yisaymidin Kahuna. You know what we tell this kid? Uh, sorry, you can no longer uh, be Shaykh to Kohanim. Well, one second. Really? Pshita. Like, of course. Hashtami din Yisrael Mishaskin. Lay doesn't even have a status as Yisrael. Me din kahuna mi baya. Like, of course that would be the case. Ella. So he's squiggling around the Ella. This is the second approach. What does it mean in Shesuki? Oh, Shemishaskin Oisaymin Echseyaviv. In this approach, that uh, if, there, if uh, the man that the woman claims is the father of this child dies and the estate is split, that he doesn't get a cut of the estate. Well, Pshita. Like, of course, that's the situation. Who, we don't know who this kid's father is. The lady claimed that this guy was the father. Who says? Well, lo, tzricha, true, he wouldn't ideal, he wouldn't lechatchila get a cut of the inheritance from that estate. Rather, imagine if he tough us, he grabbed a hold of it on his own. Let's say there was a big estate and he drove off with the Porsche. Well, you know what we'll basically tell him? Mishasim din. Um, will say, sorry, buddy, even though your mother did claim that that guy was the father, um, we're going to have to take the Porsche back. Kama Ibayasema, I guess a third approach, I squiggle in on the Ibayasema, my Shisuki, you know what Shisuki is? And we've had this lesson before, Biduki. We check into it. Now, what are we checking into? Well, Shabayi uh, we check the mother. Uh, who is it exactly that you are impregnated from? Billy Maris, and she says, "Oh, Lakasher Nivalti. Oh, he was uh, totally uh, good yichus. Nah, man, and she's believed. Interesting. 
according to this then, Keman, who is this rule of Shmuel like? Now, should we say, this is about a three-line question, because if it's Rabban Gamliel, well, didn't Shmuel already tell us that once, that we call the Rabban Gamliel on this issue? Hamar Shmuel, Chadazimna, Ditznan. There's a Mishnah, which we have seen recently. Here's the uh, quote of the Mishnah, goes almost two lines. Haisim Uberes, you have a uh, woman, and oh my, she's pregnant. Vamrullah, and they say to her, Mativoy Shaluberze, who exactly is the daddy of this uh, thing growing in your womb? And she claims, Me'ish Pliny Vakayinhu. Oh, it's from, she says some guy's name, let's say Bob, and Cohen here means, and he's got uh, good yichus. Well, do we believe her? Do we? Rabbi Gamliel, who we boxed, and Rabbi Eliezer, who we didn't know because we're just focusing on Rabbi Gamliel at this point, I mean, Nemenis, we believe her. Kama Rabbi Yoshua, no, she's not believed. Now, that's all on the Tanaic level. That's the end of the Tanaic source, connector of Amar of Yudamar Shmuel, and Shmuel's name, Halacha Karban Gamliel. So you see, Shmuel, Holzer Karban Gamliel, we already know that. That is Shasukis Baduki, that you ask her who was the man, and whoever she says, we go with it, and that's like Karban Gamliel. Uh, well, why do we need Shmuel to tell us that twice? Tzrich answers the more it's necessary, Dimehasam, if we only had it from over there, Havamina Hasam, what's the case over there? She's a Penuya, where she shouldn't have been having relations with fellas, but Rov Ksher Mitzlah, most people, would be um, not off-limits to her, if she had done it properly. Aval Hach, in the case of where the woman is already an Arusa, where Rov Mitzlah, essentially the entire world minus her fiancé, are totally ushered her. Aim Aloy might have thought maybe not. Therefore, Tzricha, that's why it's necessary. Period. V'chein, or Tana, we have a Brysa now. V'chein, Rebbe Elazar, we firebox Rebbe Elazar in this little Brysa. V'chein, Rebbe Elazar, Oimer, Kusi lo yisa kusis. Okay, a male Kuthian cannot marry a female Kuthian, or Kuthieth. That's the end of the snake source, that's Rebbe Elazar's opinion. My Taima. Well, why not? Normally, even uh, what we thought was the strictest opinion is that a uh, person of the exact same status as the other, the male and the female, should be able to marry. So what's the reason for this? Well, I'm Rav Yosef. I circled Rav Yosef's name. I put a number one in the margin. Um, on the bottom line, in the middle, is Rav Dimi. I circled Rav Dimi. I put a 2A in the margin. And Amud Bey is about 11, 12 lines down. First word of line is Mibaya. There is a Ella. I squiggle underline that Ella and put a 2 B in the margin. And about seven lines below that, first row line is Asa. And then we have Ravin. I circled Ravin and put a number three in the margin. So it obviously it's going to take a little bit of a while to develop this uh, this issue. What's the reason Rebelezer says a male Kusi and a female Kusis are not allowed to get married? Amar of Yosef, he's, uh, we said, uh, first attempt, Asa'u keger la'achar saradaris. We, we basically made it as though, or similar to a case of uh, a, a convert after 10 generations. Once, you know, a convert has uh, been part of the Jewish people for so many years and generations, um, this sign, as we see in the following Brisa, Brisa goes for just over a line. Ger, adasaradaris mutabimamzeris. Up until like 10 generations, uh, I guess it was known for many generations, well, 10, that he was a, a convert or came from converts uh, and therefore would be permissible to a mamzeris. However, kama mikan ve'elach, after that, I guess generation 11 and on, asr um, mamzeris, uh, it would be forbidden to be with a mamzeris. And the reason being because like that family's been so much part of the Jewish people for so long, you basically think that it's a full-fledged Jewish family and 
that would be a problem if people started thinking that uh, Yisrael's can uh, marry uh, Mamzeros. There are those who say, that the time frame is uh, once people no longer know that that family came from idolaters. That's the end of the Tanaic source. And, and that's what Yosef wants to say is uh, going on with a kusi and a kusis. Amalei Abaye, Abaye's sister of Yosef, are those two really comparable? Me dummy. Hasam, if you have a ger yashan and a mamzeris chadasha. There's a concern over there. If you have, let's say, a ger came from, I know, many generations earlier, the family had, the, the, the parents had converted. And a mamzeris chadasha. So the ger yashan, people don't know that he's uh, from converts. Basically, he's part of the Jewish people, as far as they know, from Sinai. A mamzeris chadasha, let's say she just became known as Mamzeris, everyone knows she's a Mamzeris. Amri, and if you allow the two of them to marry, you know what people say? Oh, it must be permissible for a Bar Yisrael who to Kanasim Mamzeris. Now, can regular Ben Yisrael marry Mamzeris? Absolutely not. That's the issue over there. Hacha, however, here, they're basically of the same status. So if you have a Kusi and a Kusis, how can you say that's comparable to this? Ella! So I squeal in on the Ella. Kiyasar of Dimi, and we have circles of Dimi. This is the second attempt. We call this attempt 2A. Cesar of Dimi, well, here's the reason why. What's going on with Rebbe Lazar? Rebbe Lazar, who underlines Savrala, heals like Rabbi Shmuel, comma, and Rabbi Shmuel, Savrala, like Rabbi Akiva. Colton. Let's go over the uh, order here. I underline these five words. Rebbe Lazar holds like Rabbi Shmuel. Which thing that Rabbi Shmuel said? Da'amar. Kusei Gere Arayasim. We know Rabbi Yishmael's of the opinion that the Kuthians, the people brought right after the uh, Jewish people came into the land of Israel and um, they sort of had this plague of lions and apparently this approach of the opinion that they, they weren't uh, genuine converts, they converted because of the lions and therefore they're not really good converts. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel, Savrlak Rabbi Kiva. Now Rabbi Shmuel holds like Rabbi Kiva, Damar. What is Rabbi Kiva's uh, opinion? We've seen it numerous times, that that if you have a Gentile or a um, a slave, by the way, we're saying these Kusians are basically Gentiles, Habal, who has relations with the Bas Yisrael, the Vlad would be a Mamzer. Okay, so that must be the explanation as to why a Kusi can't marry a Kusis, because... Uh, like Rashi says on the first narrow line, Rabbi Shmuel Savalak Rabbi Kiva, Daha Chayve Lavin. It's a Chayv Lav to have a Oved Koychava man with a Bas Yisrael. Hilkach, Kusi lo Yisa Kusis. You know why? Because the man and the woman, the man Kusi and the female Kusis, Travayu Sveke Mamzerim Could be their Mamzer, could be a not. Each one of them independently, you could say, Huba came from a Yisraelis Hanesis Levikachavim, Varehu Mamzer, Vizu Bami Kusivakusis, Me'olam Inam Yebcha. Basically, each one has an independent suffix, and that would be the problem. Asks the Gemara, or maybe we'll even say a rejection of this. Umi savar law. I double underline the words. Umi savar. Umi savar. Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Akiva. Really? I don't know Rabbi Yishmael's name. Vahamar Rabbi Yochanan. Mishum Rabbi Yishmael. I don't know Rabbi Yishmael's name again. Minayin la eved kecham veeved shabol al kohenis. That relates with the kohenis or the via verbas Yisrael. Now you would think if Rabbi Yishmael holds like Rabbi Akiva that the next term should be that they become a mamzer. No, we don't see that. All we see is shepasluha, and I squeal on shepasluha. Now one second, if Rabbi Yishmael holds like Rabbi Akiva, they become mamzerim, not just 
psulim, but mamzerim. Well, anyway, they become psulim according to Bishmol Shanamar, like the pasuk says. Quote: uh, This is Vayikra Chafbeis pasuk Yud Gimel. Ubas koyin kitiya. If you have one who is an almana u a grusha and zera ain la. Okay, but she's defined as being somebody or described as somebody who has to be. Almana or a Grusha from whoever her man was. Mishayishla, it has to be the type of guy that would have Almanus a Gerushin. Yotza, the exclusion of Oivid Kechavim, of Skeeter or Evid, of Tyrone, She'ain lay Almanus a Gerushin. There's no marriage, and therefore if there's no marriage with them at all, there's obviously no uh, divorce. And if you were to say, which is what we were suggesting on the third line, Hashta, well, one second. Mamzer have, because Rabbi Kiva holds a kid to be a mamzer. Mifsel be you have to tell me that, well, a kid becomes a little bit problematic. What do you mean a little bit problematic? He's a mamzer, like certainly. Ella, so I squiggle under on the Ella, and I call this approach 2B. Ella Rabbi Elazar, Savar La. Rabbi Lazar, who was the little Bryce on the bottom of the previous page, who said a kusi cannot marry a kusis. He holds like colon, Rabbi Yishmoel, who says, Kusumur Geri Arayas, that we've seen already. And also, Savarla, I wrote above the Savarla again, Rabbi Lazar. And so we're not saying that Rabbi Yishmoel has a Rabbi Kiva, but Rabbi Lazar, Savarla, Rabbi Kiva, who says, So the difference between the approach 2A and the approach 2B is instead of saying that Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Yishmoel, and then Rabbi Yishmoel holds like Rabbi Kiva, we knock out Rabbi Yishmoel in the middle and we just say, it's all Rebbe Lazar. He holds like Rabbi Shmuel on the one hand and like Rabbi Kiva on the other hand. The problem with this is Umi Savar law. He's double underlined the Umi Savar. This is the second, because it's the second approach, second rejection. Really? You're going to tell me that Rebbe Lazar holds like Rabbi Kiva? Question mark, Amma Veha. And here's a two and a half line Tanaic source. Amma Rebbe Lazar, underline his name. Colon. Even though there is a big machlokus in Mesechus Yifamois, we know that if a man dies childless and he has a wife, the wife is maybe for Yibum or Chalitz, if that wife happens to be an erva of the potential uh, surviving brother, then no, let's say the uh, widow is an erva, but there's another widow. Basically, that other widow is not uh, a problem, but uh, she's the tsara, the co-wife of the erva. So even though they argue, Beis Hillel and comes to tsara, Beis says that tsara of an erva goes ahead and does yibum. Beis Hillel says that it's actually aser. Uh, rather, she's totally free. Even though they argue about that, moidim, they would agree the Beis is in the Beis Hillel's, she'ein mamzer elamimi she'isurai iser erva the anush kares, that you ain't gonna get a mamzer except if the relations between the couple is an Israerva and Anush Kares. Now that is not at all like Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says you get mamzerim even from Chayve Lavin. Ella! So I squiggle in on the Ella. Ella Kiasa Ravin. And I think we had circles Ravin. He was a third approach when Ravin came. Amar, he said in the Chia Baraba, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Vamrilar, those who say it was Amar Rabbi Abba Bar Zavda, Amar Rabbi Chanina, Vamrilar, those who say it was Amar Rabbi Yankiv Bar Edi, Amar Rabbi Shua Ben Levi. There's basically a three-way machlokas. Sholosh machlokas be davar regarding Kusim and the Kohanim who came to sort of teach them a little bit. What was going on over there? Colon. Rebbe Yishmael, who I boxed over here, five lines later, first line is Rebbe Akiva, I boxed Rebbe Akiva, and all the way on Ayin Vav Amud Aleph, on the uh, sixth line, first line is Lavin, and then there's a Yeshemrin, I boxed that Yeshemrin. So here's the three Tanaic approaches. The first is Rebbe Yishmael. Rebbe Yishmael Savar, 
A and B. A. Kusim Geri Arayasein and B. Kohanim Shenitmu Ubahen Kohanim Sulin Hayu. Firstly, the Kusim, they converted, but it was not genuine and they're not really Jews. Uh, secondly, there were some Kohanim who were sent to uh, instruct them on how they had to live and, and they actually um, married into uh, the uh, these Kusians. Um, they had children together um, and the Kohanim that were sent were actually Pasal Kohanim. Okay, so the Kuthims themselves were really Goyim, and the Kohanim were Pasuk Kohanim. Shenemar, how do we know that? Because the Pasuk describes this. It says, Vaya'asu lahem, and he made f- uh, for them, Kama uh, Miktsoisam, we'll see what Miktsoisam means, uh, Kohane Bamois. So it seems like there were uh, Kohanim there. Now, what's this Miktsoisam? Connector, Rama, Rabba, Barbar, Khanam, Rabbi Yechanan. The Miktsoisam, we're to understand, mean ha. Koitzim Sheba'an. Koitz is the lesson of like a thorn, somebody who's like uh, unfit, or maybe like the term Muks on Shabbos, you're not supposed to touch it. Umi Shum Hachi, that's why Paslinhu, that they uh, were Pasl, these uh, Kusim. That's the Rabbi Shmal approach. Second approach is Rabbi Kiva Savar. Oh no, the Kusim were Geirei Emesheim. They converted absolutely legitimate converts. Not only that, the Kohanim were historically sent to instruct them, a Kohanim Shinit Mubahan that ended up. Uh, getting sunk into them, like they, they had children together, some of them, Kohanim Kshirim Hayu were totally kosher Kohanim. Shanemar, interesting enough, this is the daf of, uh, everyone has the same pasuk and learns it differently. Shanemar, quote, and quote, the same pasuk we had five lines ago for Rabbi Shemot, Rabbi Kiva, basically comes to the opposite conclusion. He says, what do you learn with Miktsoisam? From the choicest ones, like the word, uh, in the Pasuk, Miktsoisam is uh, similar to the word Katsin. A Katsin is a leader, a, a, a corporal. Um, well, then what was the problem? Why did they become Asr? If they were genuine converts and the Kohanim who uh, married into them or got sunk into them, had children together, were all okay, what was the problem? More importantly, Remember, the Kuthians didn't necessarily go along uh, with the rabbinical understanding of the Torah Shebaalpeh, they believed in the Torah Shebichsav, and therefore they said that if you have a woman whose man drops dead, if the man, if they were only engaged, only if she's only in Arusa and the husband drops dead, that's when Yibum would take place, which we agree with. However, potrim es if they were fully married and the husband drops dead and there's no children, then there's no issue of Yibum Mechalitza and she totally goes free, can marry the Shuk. Which is exactly the opposite. We say that she is a uh, usher to do that. That that is the case of Yibum, according to us. Now, my darshi, almost parenthetically, um, <coughs> we have the Gemara for about three and a half lines, giving us the logic of the kusim. It's not that we go like that, but here's the way they learn the pesukim. So they darshan when the pasuk says, "Quote, Lotia eshes hachutza." That when you have a woman whose husband died childless, um, she shouldn't be, it shall not be that the wife of the deceased goes hachutza to ish zar. Okay? Uh, how do they darshan it? Hach diyasva chutza. They just say chutza is a woman who had never was never living together with her man. Who's that? That's an arusa. She was only engaged him. He, that's the type of woman of loti eli yisara, can't be to another man, meaning she has to do either a yibum or chalitza. Kama valhach, if the couple was already married and then the husband dies childlessly, avalhach deloyas vachutza, in other words, married, and nesua, 
TLA Sar should be totally fine. That's the end of the uh, slightly parenthetical point. But Rabbi Akiva, back to the main issue, Latame. Remember, this would be an Isralav, and therefore Rabbi Akiva goes according to his reasoning, and we know that Yeshmans are Michaive Lavin. That's the concern. This is the third and last opinion. Basically, it's Rebbe Lazar. The reason is because, you know why they're Asr? To marry a uh, Kusi with a Kuthian, because they're not really careful in the way they perform mitzvahs. We'll see what the issue is uh, a little bit further. But Amar Rav Edi Bar Oven, it's, excuse me, ask the Gemara now, Man, who's that? None other, says Rav Edi Bar Oven, then Rebbe Lazar he. De Sanya. Here's a unrelated issue, but we see Rebelazar's opinion on it, and it has to do with the Kusim also. Seder night. There is a, uh, you have to have special uh, matzah that was made special for the Seder night. Um, the other nights of, or the other day, any other time on Pesach, you still have to have matzah that's not chametz, but not necessarily matzah shmura. So, what about matzah made by a kusi? Three opinions in this price. The price goes for five lines. The first opinion, number one, matzah's kusis, muteris, it's permissible to have on Pesach. Not only that, va'adam, yes, Pesach. you can use it as your Seder night matzah. That's one opinion. Rabbi Elazar, whose name I underlined, he's a second opinion. He's who we're looking for. Oser, he says, no, no, no. You might be able to have that matzah on the second or the fourth, any other time of Pesach, but not for your Seder night mitzvah matzah. So here we see once again, this is what we're looking for, that the uh, kuzim are not very uh, particular when it comes to uh, mitzvahs. Kama, a third opinion, number three, uh, Oh no, any mitzvah that the kuzim decided to take upon themselves, they're much more particular even more than a natural-born Jew. Okay, that's the end of the snake source, which we brought in over here to show that Rebbe Lazar is the one who says that they're not um, bikini duke mitzvahs. Okay, how does that tie back to our case? Ve'ela asks the Gemara, hachi, kama, my ain bikin. What's the ain bikin? Oh, you know what the ain bikin is? They really don't have, and this is something that's very important to have, but they don't have she'en bikin, betaris kidushin ve'gitin. If you have a group of people who are not very careful in Kedush and Gitin, you can end up having people who are really divorcees that they think are married, or more importantly for us, you're going to have um, women who are really, yes, still married, but they could think that it was a good divorce, and that would be a big problem, because that's what would lead to Mamzerim. And that's why Rebbe Lazar says a Kusi uh, cannot uh, marry a Kusis, because one might have problematic heritage, one might not, one might actually be a Mamzer, and that would be the problem. Period. Uh, just to sort of tie up one uh, loose end, Rav Nachman has almost like a different approach under the line of Nachman, Amar, Rabba Baravua, Mamzer Malchaisai, if you have a uh, person who's a Mamzer because a man slept with a sister, or Mamzer Mi'eshes Ach, or you have a Mamzer from uh, a man who was with his brother's wife, Nisarvu uh, Bahen. It seems like they got mixed into the uh, Kusim. Okay, and that would be the reason why a kusi cannot be the kusis, because maybe one has that problem, one doesn't. My kamash malan, well, one, what's the chiddish? Yesh, mamzer, michaive, krisis. The chiddish would be that what we're holding is that there is such a thing as a mamzer that comes from uh, relationships that are usher punished by kares. Okay, then why do we give two examples of a mamzer if a guy's with his sister, or a mamzer if a guy's with his brother's wife? Nisnihada, just say one example. Well, True, we could have said one example, but the reason why both of those were reported because my says Shahaya Kahaya. Apparently, there was a, some sort of issue. 
once historically, and both those sort of came together, so they got lopped together for our purposes. Kama, the Rava, Amari, underline Rava, Eved, Veshivcha, Nisarvu, Behen. You know what happened to the Kuthians historically? There was uh, some sort of uh, issue that uh, an Eved, a Shivcha got mixed in uh, with him. Okay. Isur Mishum, I asked the Gemara, uh, question mark, Kama, what's then the uh, Isur over here? Mishum Shivcha, uh, it's because the Shivcha was there, and therefore the Gemara is similar to the previous approach. This one also says, Nisni Chada. We'll then just give one example. What, just say either Eved or Shivcha, why Eved and Shivcha? And so too over here, the reason that they're both mentioned is because Maisa Shahaya, the, the event with which that, uh, in which that happened, Kachaya, there was a Shivcha and an Eved in that event. Adkan.